When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. So, yes, hello and welcome to the Holocron History Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars canon versus legend. We're going to have a kind of special short episode today. We were scheduled for our patron chat, um, but due to scheduling conflicts, we've kind of had to take a turn. And we have with us a special guest, which is Psych88 from the NCU Lorecast podcast. Hey, Psych. Hey, guys. All right, and so we're going to be talking about your favorite ship, Starfighter, Cruiser, Destroyer, that doesn't destroy stars, whatever you want. (laughs) Such a misnomer. Well, no, we learned. We learned, because I learned. It's the classification of battleship. Um. Like a destroyer is a like specific type of Navy battleship. Mm -hmm. And so it's a star destroyer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He just ripped, cool. George Lucas just ripped off the Navy. That's that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was before you know he used the Force as an explanation for his <laughs> potholes for everything. <laughs> all right. But well, yeah. uh, who would like to go first? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Well, well I'll, I can go first. And give people time to think. So, I've got two. I love the Hammerhead class cruisers. I just think when I first saw them in KOTOR, I was like, ooh, that's different. It's like a shark. And I thought it was really cool. And then to see them again in Rogue One and Rebels, but to see them again in Rogue One and to watch them push down a Star Destroyer, that was pretty awesome. So nice. ever since ever since KOTOR, those have like left a lasting impression in my brain of kind of starship and i think if i was like to command like a star cruiser and not just like a freighter or something it would be one of those and then my other one is this is probably the starship that i would want to have would be the evan hawk because i played i played (laughs) kotor as a kid so i was stole mine what the heck sorry (laughs) Uh, the first kotor game came out 2003 2003 so i would have been 11 when that Mm. game came out 
And so I got up there and you get the Evan Hawk. And I was like, I get my own version of the Millennium Falcon. Like, this is awesome. And so I really liked the Evan Hawk. And that will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, that's fair. Uh, I think you stole one of mine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I mean, mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't want an X-Wing, though? Like, like if they gave me an X-Wing, I would take it. Eh, it de- mm, depends what my choices are for me. Like, the well, X-Wing's cool, but there's so many other different Starfighters I would take. After we learned, do not take a TIE Fighter. TIE Fighter. Oh, yeah, no. The list. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, anyone God, no. would want a TIE Fighter, to be honest. <laughs> if anybody would want a TIE Fighter, it would literally be just for the screeching sound of a Banshee. That is literally but, it. TIE Fighter's taught, it's like if amazon mass produced a type a starfighter and that's the quality of material that a type fighter is <laughs> i mean there's so many allegories here right now to amazon and the empire anyway so. <laughs> i didn't say <laughs> you did not hear that here <laughs> no it's okay i'll own that one <laughs> so psych what you got for us okay um do either of you remember uh, the Jedi Starfighter games on oh, yeah. PlayStation 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Playing playing the Space Pirate was whatever, but when you get to sit in, uh, I forget what the actual designation of it is, but you sit in that Jedi Starfighter, you get all the nice Jedi, like, slow down time and everything else. And I mean, yeah, half of it is because you are a Jedi, but that thing's just it it handled so beautifully i loved it i, I could play that game for hours um yeah. yeah let's see and then mainly because of how impactful it has been I, i'd say my second favorite is um the mandalorian's first ship uh oh the razor crest the razor crest yeah, yes mm-hmm. uh it had just enough space to do exactly what he needed to do Cargo space was great because that's where you put all your people anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. only needed to work for yourself. Funny enough, um, I tried making show notes for that uh, for a Razor Crest episode. Fun fact: there's not enough info because it was specifically made for Mandalorian, so there's only what we get in Mandalorian, and then it blows up yeah. halfway through. Well, <laughs> well, there's that Razor Crest cruiser that is in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, good point. That's true. Though, but even though though they they still like they don't have like uh, specs or anything on mm. that type yet. We just know. I don't. Does it have a designated name yet? I don't even know. I don't know. Um... So all I was know is just Razor Crest. Yeah. 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 So in the Star Wars. Um... The Star Wars um, mobile game, Galaxy of Heroes. Mm-hmm. If they have a designation, they typically put them in there, and it's just Razor Crest in the game. It's just Razor Crest. So, <laughs> yeah, of course we'll it ex- is. We'll explore that later because because Lucasfilm, right? So, <laughs> like maybe a tangent question here how How useful do you think his new Naboo Starfighter is compared to the Razor Crest? I mean, well, so mm. those are pretty impressive. Like, they're great starfighters. Star 
They're great starfighters, mm-hmm. and like for their size and the fact that they do have a hyperdrive is pretty impressive. Um, now, is it great for him in his profession? Yeah, that's what no. I was meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if he if he if he does continue the bounty route, if he keeps doing being a bounty hunter, obviously. Now he his goal is kind of like you know we see his goal shifted right into season two or like even halfway through season one where he's not really quote unquote bounty hunter anymore. Right. So, I mean, it just depends on how his story goes through. I mean, with him having Grogu now, I doubt he'll continue going after bounties unless it's like absolutely necessary for like credits. But I don't know. We'll see. But I have to say, like, I I love the silver Naboo Starfighter. Oh, yeah, that thing was it is just gorgeous. <laughs> and I just love how he can just hit a switch. It goes super fast. <laughs> and that's not even going to hyperspace. Uh, it doesn't spin. So it doesn't it, do a good trick. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> doesn't spin. <laughs> Zero out of ten for me. <laughs> what they forgot the spinning rims? <laughs> exactly. You can forgive uh, Jake Lloyd's dialogue because he's a kid, and but I want oh. to <laughs> oh yeah, as yes, yeah, uh, but yeah, so. And now that I stole yours and you've had... Um, I know, eight. right? So... <laughs> oh, see, that it's it's always hard for that. So, like, I really enjoy... Um, I love the Ebon Hawk. I've always loved that as a kid. We're playing, you know, Nice Little Republic 1 and 2. Because it's the only star <laughs> starfighter or starship you get in those games yeah but uh i mean playing the mmo old republic i really got attached to um oh shoot the bounty hunter uh starfighter starship in uh star wars old republic which is very similar to the fire spray which is boba fett starship very similar to that but it's uh, you could say it's an older model to where Mm -hmm. it has three blasters on two on the uh, left and top right of the starship if it's facing uh, up and then one down at the bottom so it has more firepower typically than what the actual fire spray has that Boba Fett flies and it does have a seismic charge which is awesome Um, but if we were talking starfighters it's it has to be the Jedi starfighter the ETA one, not the second one, the first one, the triangle one. Oh, okay. That's probably okay. my favorite one. Not the second one. Not the second one where they base the tie from. No. <laughs> no, not that. Not that one. I love the first one, though. Yeah. <clears throat> but, oh no, we'll see. I might change that to the vector depending on what the vector looks like. If we ever get to see that from the High Republic stuff, though. Because the vector mm. is the new Jedi stuff in, and the way you turn it on is through the lightsaber. Your lightsaber is your key. So if you don't have a lightsaber, you cannot access the Starfighter. And it's specifically designed for each Jedi. 
which is I really would cool. like to know why that was discontinued and then not brought back for the Clone Wars. So we don't see any other at least I don't recall seeing any other person flying a Jedi Starfighter that's not a Jedi. So we don't Fair. know for sure if that ever or was discontinued. I think R2 flies Well, R2. Anakin's. Yeah, R2 yeah. flies Anakin's. I mean, Astromechs have obviously the compatibility to fly ships on their own and whatnot. But I have no I idea. Mean, it could be the ETAs. I mean, we've never seen someone like start up and... True. A Jedi Starfighter. This is true, yeah. we only seen them get out or they're already flying it. Right. I or really crashing. Like- yeah. Or they crash it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do really like those Jedi Starfighter games, and I really like like how they make you feel like, okay, like this Jedi is using the Force while flying, and that's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's probably what I would pick. Um, there's just way too many starships in Star Wars, and they're yeah. all vastly yeah. different. Like, the Hammerhead's another, like, the one Teacup said, the Hammerhead is great because it was literally designed to ram ships. <laughs> it's epic. I will tell you all mm-hmm. that be- thanks to the Rogue Squadron games, I have a an irrational hate for the medical frigates of the Rebellion. Which are like the oh. the ones that have like the two things, and then there's a little connector right there. Oh and yeah, yeah. There's one mission in I think Rogue Squadron Two where you have to protect the medical frigate, and playing on the higher difficulties, it was very hard because they don't have any off. They have hardly any offensive weapons, and I just hear the thing of like Wedge or Admiral Ackbar be like, "You have to protect the medical frigate," and I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up! <laughs> I don't want to." <laughs> Is it like same level as uh, hero? Your health is low. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like stop talking to me. Stop I know the objective. <laughs> there are some things in games that just stick with me and have nightmares. So uh, uh-huh. one of another one is in Assassin's Creed Two when you have to um, ride Leonardo's flying uh, oh, machine, mm. and if you crash, you have to start over from the very beginning. And so when I hear that little Italian soldier just go, shoot, shoot the flying demon, I have nightmares about that. <laughs> and the voice thing. What gets me with specifically with that, this is a little tangent, is if you do restart, the character models will, more, uh, will change. So it's a different guy every time saying it. Yeah, but same voice. Same voice. And it's like, <laughs> what, am I, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, my, like, um, no, I think it's Fable for me, that, that your hero is, your health is low. Like, stop. Just, I can <laughs> I see know. I'm low. I'm out. Shut up. Oh, one thing that gets, uh, Shelby is in Dragon Age. Um, for some reason, because Blackwall, like, heals himself, like, almost instantly, but there's a script written in the game that if, like, one of your party members comes below, like, half health, you hear them, like, your Inquisitor says Blackwall needs help. But, like, every time you say it, by the time she's done saying it, Blackwall's, like, full health, full guard again, because he's invincible <laughs> and never die. And so she yeah. keeps saying that, and Shelly's just like, she goes just like, Blackwall is fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Blackwall is literally you're off in the distance. If like I'm, I'm playing a mage, it's like Blackwall is fine. The entire party up, the entire party's dead, but him. And I'm like red health, and I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and I'm fighting a dragon. It's like, how is mm. he tanking this thing, and everybody's just dying left and right? <laughs> He's invincible. But yeah, um, let's do quickly least favorite, just because I'm fun. Mm. Least favorite? Least favorite. Okay, so we already talked about how the tie is crap. Yeah, uh, universally yeah. tie for every everybody. But if you had to pick another ship. I have a special hate in my heart for the droid gunship oh uh, yeah the one that's got like the face and the circle on the back mm-hmm. only because i think it it doesn't make any sense aerodynamically like i feel like the wind would just be like pushing it down mm. all the time so it yeah. doesn't make sense to me the other reason that i hate it is because i hate flying gunships in the original battlefront 2 game that's they're fair. slow and bulky and i drive me crazy fair except but for the always, but the the ai seems to fly them fine so it must be a new thing except for the <laughs> uh republic gunship that one's fine because the weapons on it are awesome exactly it's just the separatists it's just the droids they're just terrible unless you're playing a droidica mm-hmm. but that's different so yeah i think i'd go with the separatist droid gunship okay uh, this comes from the N64, uh, I think it was Empire Strikes Back, actually. It's the snow speeders for me. The, you have the, uh, it's part of your objectives. You have to wrap one of the uh, AT-ATs, right? Oh, the Shadow of the Empire. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I hate that mission so much it was it's almost impossible with the controls of the n64 what was the worst design Uh, controller ever yes (laughs) well this is a good point because like when you play the battlefront 2 mission like map the hot map you can do that again and it just is a testament to how bad the controls are (laughs) because in Battlefront 2 with like a 360 controller or a net standard Xbox controller, you're like, oh, this is easy. Like, I got two joysticks to <laughs> move around. It's fine. No. <laughs> in 64, yeah. the one with the weird yeah. little button layout. Like, handles off to the side and then a center. And but you want to hold it like you want like it, my, but you I want to hold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. I used to just play with controllers and pretend they were starships instead of actually <laughs> playing a game. The kid just played with that. They were starships. They fought each other. I was like, it's fine. I'm better at this than the game anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, definitely it's the snow speeder, hands down. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Oh, God. Um, honestly, and I might get hate for this, I am not a huge fan of the Y-Wing. More for the fact mm. because in Rogue Squadron, every time you do a mission with the Y-Wing, it's, I don't know why, it's like the hardest mission. Like, I get shot down so fast because I'm so darn slow. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a huge bomber. I'm not, I don't like using bombers. 
I really don't. I never understood why the bomber has to be made so slow in comparison. Because, I mean... It's because it's heavy, I guess. But, like, when you watch them in in the shows, in the movies, and especially, mm-hmm. like, watching the successor to the Y-Wing bomber in the Rebellion one, the Republic one, mm-hmm. that one's fast. It can turn. Yeah. It can move. It can do everything. <laughs> it took down the malevolence. Come on. Yep. I... I, I like the Y wing. I just mm, like it's uh, it's definitely my least favorite. I I'll tell you, just can't stand. Ugh. Since we're talking video games, and most mm. of my Starship experience comes from the Rogue Squadron game. Oh yeah, having to fly the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star 2's reactor path. Oh. I've never done that mission as the Millennium Falcon. I've always flown as an X wing. <laughs> because I was like, this is too hard. Because you're too, too big. Hard. Yeah. The, the... I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a testament to Lando's skill as a pilot, that he was able to do that and only lose the whatever communications oh, yeah. disc or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Oh, boy. I love yeah. the Millennium Falcon, though. I mean, it's got kind of a special place, I think, in any of our hearts for as like one of the first starships, you really get to see the interior of you fall in love with it. It's got that rustic charm to it. I mean, it's there's a lot to love with the Millennium Falcon, uh, other than the fact it really shouldn't do half of what it does. Because <laughs> yeah, it's but, too um, massive. Because <laughs> like the, the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the force. Ah. And the two people piloting, piloting the ship are even connect to it. Uh, yeah. Or at least use the force. Though he has uh. the they ha- he has his dice, lucky dice. So I think that's mm. what it is. It's the lucky dice. I mean, if you've ever been the pilot in the Smuggler's Run ride at Disney, you know, Galaxy's Edge, that thing yeah, is yeah. not easy to fly. No. <laughs> No, it is not. Which I will be going down at the end of the month, so hopefully I'll be Have the pilot. Have you been the pilot before? No, I want to be the pilot this time around. I was a gunner the first time I uh, rode it, thinking, oh, cool, I get to be a gunner. Like, th- thinking I'm going to send a gunner chair and, like, actually have, like, a turret, like, control. Oh, no, cool. you're sitting in a chair pushing side panel buttons. Oh. It was the most oh. disappointing thing. Like, the best entire... Like, if you want to get the best experience out of Smuggler's Run, is to literally be the pilot or co-pilot. Personally, uh, I want to be a co-pilot because you get to punch the hyperdrive. That, that is was it. the best thing I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I pulled and we went to hyperspace. That was the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, when I have money again, if that ever happens, uh, <laughs> I plan to take the kids and go, take the wife and everything. It'll be fun. Yeah, so, I have to go back because I there were a lot of things I didn't get to do. Like I didn't get to uh, build a droid. I didn't uh, do the rise of resistance. So I got a lot of things I got to go back and do. Rise of resistance, know. like oh, and I went last year. You had to do a queue because it was still like they were still in COVID procedures with a lot of stuff. So it's a lot you, different now. Yeah, you can like walk in line now. It's like, oh, well, that's <laughs> easy. 
Um, no, I had to get up at That's seven. Nice. Th- I had to get up at six thirty in the morning and hopefully get in a queue by seven just to be able to write it. Yeah, cool. it was not cool. fun. But I did get to write it, and and of course I found out when I got back from the trip. There's two different experiences with that ride. There's two different paths. Hmm. Can you do like a light side, dark side? So when you get into the line, and at some point it splits off into two different lines. Those two different lines will give you two different experiences. Interesting. uh, It's two different paths in the ride. Like there's one path where you're going to go under some AT-ATs. And then there's another path where you're going to be, like, in a second-level elevator, and you'll be, like, right in front of them kind of a thing. And I will say, they were, like, almost life-size AT-ATs. They were huge. Yeah. And they have full-size starships all over the park, too, which is really nice. Yeah, they do. And you can get, like, professional photos taken, or you Mm -hmm. can just take them yourself. (laughs) And not pay whatever. Disney pays, yeah. Well, they do. It's actually not. It's I not mean, that it's expensive. expensive. But like you get you pay one fee and you get all the photos that you uh, okay. are taken that's, of you. That's yeah, so. better. Just <laughs> right. I was thinking like, cause like if this is per. I mean, that's just like, here's oh, money. Yeah, no. I don't have. Yeah, it. it's uh, <laughs> they have like the Disney photo pass or something like that is okay. what it's called. Like you're yeah. enti- and it's for your like, I think it's like for your entire trip. Oh, OK. Or yeah, something like that. That's my thing about Disney. Like, yes, it's expensive, but I feel like I. You told I, I f- the money. I feel like, like you, you you totally get your money's worth. Yeah. And I I only unless go down for Star Wars the, unless you're going to the Star Cruiser Hotel. Then yeah. you are not. Oh, that's too expensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it needs that. If we're talking about starfighters and starships, right there, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, it needs to be First at one. least. Worst one. Uh, it needs to be at least three or four nights, not two. Yeah. If it was three or four nights, totally worth it for the five grand it is for two people. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's not cheap at all. Oh. Now it does it does include food and every it includes everything except for no, alcohol. It does not include food. Do they change it? Because on the on their website I, and planner, it, it includes food. Someone told me that it didn't include food, but they might have changed it since then. But it, it does not include also, alcohol. I do know that. Your experience is all in there. You get like six mm-hmm. hours or something at Galaxy's Edge, but it's, you're not like in the rest of the parks at Disney. It's only in the hotel, but it is a full live hotel to where there's events, there's stuff you get to do, there's cast members constantly walking around. I mean, they have a full-on road rodian speaking in rodin rodian oh like it's not okay. speaking basic whatsoever it's like that's cool i want to meet yeah. you and they have twee leaks they have Tergudas, they have all that stuff there in the in the hotel it's really really cool but mm. for two nights mm, though i haven't been so i can't say if it's like really worth it or not <laughs> all right well um I've got something to save up for. <laughs> right. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, but definitely go to Galaxy's Edge. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, that, uh, that experience is jaw-dropping on its own. Once you go into the park, you can't hear it into the rest of Hollywood Studios. 
they have a special system to where it blocks out all the sound from everywhere else. Did you all play the original Battlefront? Not two, but oh, yeah. the original, original yeah, Battlefront. Yeah, on the PlayStation yeah. two, 2, I believe. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. I have issue with that game. I loved that game, but having to dogfight in the sky above the battle was my least favorite thing ever. I will say, if we're talking old school Battlefronts, Elite Squadron on the PSP was awesome. Because that was the Battlefront to where they ended. Um, you can do... You can start in space on like a conquest, and then you mm-hmm. can actually fly towards the planet and go to the planet conquest, and it's part of the same conquest. That's cool. Hmm. Only if they, you yeah. know, only if EA put conquest in Battlefront Two. <clears throat> They're EA. not going to do anything with it now. I know. Maybe if Amazon buys them, they'll. Uh... Hey, quit putting that out there! Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop it with Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get it. Amazon is evil, but <laughs> let's, right, let's we not didn't put say that. Juju out. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, anyone else got anything about uh, starships? No, no. I think that's it for starships. Right. So we're going to go into our mid break, and after that, we will go over some extra stuff, and that will be the end of this episode, if I'm correct. Yeah. Right. All that right. Cool. I know what happened. I was on the wrong mic. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything that does not have to do with the lore and starfighters of Star Wars. And so this is a time where I thank our patrons and that we do have a Patreon. You can find the link in the episode description. Thank you to all of you who subscribe and support us. We greatly appreciate it. You can go if you like to support us, you can go there and sign up on Patreon. Link is lots of places. Um, also, we really appreciate uh, ratings and reviews, reviews on Apple and ratings on Spotify. If you go in there and rate us on either one, you can leave some words or I guess you can only leave words on <laughs> Apple, leaving words on Apple. We'll read it on a future episode of the show. We do not have a review to read today so not this week but yeah we really encourage that and the last thing to do is come hang out with us on discord you can join the cups podcasting and more discord server uh you can hang out talk to us about star wars you can come and talk about my other podcast the assassin creed lorecast and the dragon age lorecast and there will be a new podcast coming from the cups podcasting and more we are going to be starting the inheritance page inheritance cycle page by page podcast it's a mouthful um but we will be basically kind of doing a book club around the inheritance or aragon books and talking about them my other co-host she cup she has never read them so she's reading them for the first time and so we will get first impressions and all kinds of stuff like that and we'll be taking chat each episode will just be one chapter in the book and we'll be going five point talking about things we notice and everything like that so i look forward to that coming that will be long you will have so much to talk about in that there in aragon there is 60 chapters oh my god just in the first book (laughs) 
And fun fact, I had no idea there was another name for the Aragon books. Yeah, so that's it's the inheritance cycle. I only know that because in the beginning of the book, it's like this is the inheritance cycle. But whatever. Fun stuff. Look forward to that. So that's all for the mid break. Uh, We'll go back and do a special announcement about something coming up that we're all involved in. Yeah. God, I love that sound. <laughs> oh my god, it is like something I just associate with Star Wars. Yep. The Wilhelm scream. scream. The Wilhelm yeah. scream is top notch. Yes. And George it's Lucas there, used on like, used it on everything. <laughs> it's up there on things that live rent free in my head, like the my leg from SpongeBob. <laughs> I swear, if I don't have the Wilhelm in Indiana Jones Five, I, I'm going to riot. It's in Did we hear it in the sequels? This is just. Uh, yeah, I want to say it is. I want to say it's in the original three, and I want to say it is in Crystal Skull. It's all Steven Spielberg. And, and then do we hear Star it Trilogus. in? Do we hear it in the Star Wars sequels? Oh, Star Wars sequels. Ooh. Um. I don't think I so. Don't, I can't remember the top of my head. I would have to Because I know them. there's one There's one in every of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one of them falls in the Death Star and the New Hope. I can't um, remember when Empire it is, but it's one of the people Luke pulls out of the mm-hmm. Jabba's sailor, whatever, cruise. And I want to so. say there's at least one in each prequel. I think. Maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. Ooh, that's some rewatching to do. But anyway, yeah. So we have a special thing coming this Monday. There will be a Robots Radio charity event on Labor Day. It'll be an all-day event with several um, streamers going on, and each one of us will be hosting a specific thing time slot, so we can just go and kind of share what we're doing. So, Ben, you can go first. Oh, yeah. So, I will be streaming through the Holocron Histories Twitch channel. It is also going to be shown on the Robots Radio uh, Twitch channel as well. Uh, I will be streaming at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, I will be streaming Star Wars ba- Star Wars Battlefront 2, the newer one. Uh, also with a Star Wars AMA. So, you can ask me anything Star Wars related questions or anything. Uh, I will try to the best of my knowledge to answer all star wars questions as need be um and i will try not to say anything bad about things of star wars because i love all star wars but yeah that's what i'm doing i'll be doing that at 10 p.m eastern on labor day part of the stream yeah psych Okay, so uh, I've got I'll be in two things. First one is at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The MCU Lorecast will be launching our Twitch channel to do a Marvel. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I don't expect a whole lot of people, but we'll be doing a Marvel trivia and a uh, AMA. So, like first 30 minutes will just be uh, Captain Shenko and I asking each other random marvel trivia bits um and then we'll spend the other half of it being like okay you can ask us anything you want and 
Yeah. We'll see how that far that goes. Uh, and then at four o'clock, we're doing your thing. So I think I hand it to you here. Yeah. So I just want everyone to know that if you're listening to this, you should go watch Sykes thing and ask him why Wolverine is the best X-Men. <laughs> I feel like there's a fight about to happen. <laughs> oh, he's not happy. <laughs> I think the quote is, I've said enough about Wolverine. <laughs> All right. But anyway, yes. so cool. what we are doing is starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. From to like 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to do an actual play of D&D, a little one shot. So it'll be me as the DM with my co-host Sheetup, Psych88, Toasty from the Witcher Lorecast, Almighty Crit from the Fumbling Four podcast, and Genesis from the Two Girls One Ship podcast. It'll be streamed from the Two Girls One Ship channel to and the Robots Radio, but you can come and hang out with us and watch a live stream of D&D as we do crazy things. We are playing at level 20. And so get ready for one shot at level 20. And so oh. get ready for dragons and liches and demi-liches. <laughs> too much, too much chaos. Death tyrants. Oh, and God. maybe you got to see I'm going to be showcasing that homebrew subclass for Bard that uh, SheCup will be playing, and it's going to be really cool. I homebrewed that, so we'll see how that does that, and it'll be a great time. Also, a fun thing that will happen is, so this is a fundraiser. So for if you donate $5, you can spin the wheel of many things, which <laughs> will cause random effects to happen during the session all the way from things of just like making someone have a nat one to making a beholder appear. Oh no. Or lots of crazy things that can happen. And so I forgot to mention this. So this is a charity. So everything you donate during this stream, whether that be actual money or bits via Twitch, all of that will go to St. Jude's Hospital, which is a children's cancer research hospital that is located in Memphis, Tennessee. And yeah, so that'll be really great. And our goal is to hit 500 um, for the entire day. So that's mm. through mine, through teacups, through Sykes, through even Tom Robots. Um, mm-hmm. Our goal for the entire day is try to get $500 for St. Jude's. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. It's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be so yeah, much it will fun. Be a blast. I have to catch this the D and D game. I I have a I have a strong feeling it's gonna get very chaotic very fast, specifically with Toasty and Genesis. Oh. <laughs> Them in the room together <laughs> is going to be complete okay. chaos. So just since this is gonna air on Thursday, and so we'll have a little like this will be a little prep. I'll give you a little spoiler. Um, there might be gargantuan sized potentially colossal sized player characters oh no um, there will be appearances of random things um <laughs> the bard i have subclassed is a different type of bard um with different type of skills and it'll be interesting and hmm. just 
crazy kind of things happening. Uh, the premise is this kind of island adventure mystery kind of thing going on on the Isle of Fortune. God, okay. this, yeah. this is going to be fun. <laughs> All I can see is chaos. <laughs> I mean, yes, between Toasty and Genesis and we've got the almighty crit with us and mm-hmm. he's he is uh he's been an absolute blast to like work with behind the scenes on this and but insane definitely covers <laughs> yes i'm so excited <laughs> chaos and war crimes that's what <laughs> yep that's like the subtitle <laughs> chaos and war crimes that's the subtitle of my actual campaign that i run weekly oh <laughs> chaos and war crimes okay nice lovely yes. Um, I will also be using a custom wild magic table and a custom madness table. So it'll be interesting. Psych is nervous. Uh, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> and it's the most important thing to remember is pop in and ask Psych why Wolverine is the best X-Men. During his stream during, and during the D&D stream. And during the D&D stream both. fighting words, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know that it's actually Storm, but ask him why Wolverine <laughs> is the best exit. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. Anyway, not the Marvels. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's anyone else got anything? Uh, no. Uh, um, other than that, uh, just want to remind everybody um, going forward, we are, well, we did move our live streams to Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. So, um, if you want to catch us live, just pop us on our Twitch channel at Holocron Histories, same on YouTube. Um, try to follow us on Twitch as well, as I am trying to get our Twitch channel affiliated, so we can do a lot more fun things going forward. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll be doing game streams, uh, throughout the week, so I will be... I'll try to Twitch stream sometime on Friday. Uh, follow our Twitter, SW Hollow Histories, and you will get notification when we go live. So, yeah, that's basically it. Alright. Well, thanks for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. And may the Force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SW Hollow Histories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts. Podcasts.